What's that howling in the distance? It sounds like a wolf, but just wrong. Welcome back to the swamp, my friends, and welcome if you're new. Today I'm covering a topic that I haven't covered in quite some time. Today we're going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true werewolf encounter horror stories. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp, as stories like yours that help keep this show going on a daily basis. Now, without further ado, let us jump into these creepy and allegedly true werewolf encounter horror stories that'll freak you out tonight. If you're new to the swamp, be sure to join us. Hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications to not miss a new episode, as I upload them nearly every single day. If you've ever spent your time up in the Adirondack Mountains, then be careful of what lurks around Mount Gore. The mountains are beautiful and are like an entirely new world compared to the busy and loud city life. So when my great aunt gave me an opportunity to spend time with her, my great uncle, and my second cousin at the Adirondack Mountains in upstate New York, I quickly said yes. Months came and went and it was time for me to head to where they lived and fly out to the mountains. We finally arrived at a condo complex called The Summit. It was near a small town called North Creek and overlooked Mount Gore, which was famous for skiing. Well, was, that is. The towns up there are slowly dying out, and all you could see were for sale signs everywhere. That's probably because the towns thrived upon the logging industry back in the 1800s. We went out to a restaurant, the Adirondack Pub and Brewery, and had an outstanding view of Lake George. All the boats and parasailing, the calm waters and mountains creating a valley, and all centering around this lake. As we were looking at the menu, I glanced over at a painting on the wall. It seemed to be extremely old. If I were to guess, I'd say 17 or 1800s. It had people lying on the ground. Assuming they were dead, a child running towards a house with a woman in it, and an odd-looking person on all fours, eating a baby from what I could only describe was some sort of plate. The painting intrigued me, but it was just a painting, after all. Right? Night one. We arrived back at the condo. The place is still as we left it. Luggage everywhere and a fridge full of food. I spent a few hours watching TV and scrolling on Twitter to see what pointless arguments are being made. It was about 9pm and I had the windows open to see the stars. Unfortunately, it was overcast, but it was still a sight to see. Everyone was asleep upstairs, which just left me in the dark living room with only the TV and streetlights illuminating the atmosphere. I was watching a show about Skinwalker Rants a supposed hotspot for UFO and creature sightings. Well, I sure saw something tonight. I was zoned in on the TV that I didn't notice what was outside until it stepped into the light. Across the small street was another condo next to a large forest. In my peripheral vision, I saw a large mass step out of the tree line. I looked over to see what it was as it slowly made its way to the edge of the light. 
I dropped my phone onto the carpet floor as I see what this figure is. It was at least seven foot tall and a bipedal creature. It had a body like a bodybuilder. It was absolutely buff. The head reminded me of a German Shepherd, but much larger. It had thick, dark gray fur and somewhat of a long tail. It made its way to the condo across from ours and sniffed around. From what I could tell, there was nobody in there. I waited for it to completely turn around so I could close the curtains. I kept the curtains cracked open to make sure this thing was not coming towards our condo. It investigated the place but ultimately lost interest. It went on all fours to a height of around four feet if I had to guess, and ran off at a jaw-dropping speed. Shaking, I closed the curtains and quickly went upstairs. I have no idea how, but eventually I managed to go to sleep. Morning came and I tried my best to forget about the event, which I somehow did. We spent ten days there, so my first night gave me a bad impression of the place, but as more uneventful nights passed, the more forgettable the event got. Until last night. Night 9. The day was very fun. We went back to Lake George and went on a steamboat called the Minnehaha and went around the lake and saw some more pretty views. We come back and I go upstairs into my room to wind down. My room faces away from the mountain and towards heavy forest. I was on my phone watching YouTube. The battery was low, so I plugged it into the charger and set it on the bedside. I usually leave the windows open to breathe the natural air and listen to the sounds of the night, except there was nothing. It was already hard for me to sleep in silence because I was used to the hustle and bustle of zooming cars, planes, dogs barking, and whatnot. This startled me because if wildlife goes quiet, a predator is about. I kept on every little noise, branches cracking, leaves crunching underneath, something large as I hear the forest floor thud. The sounds were far, but they got closer by the second. I sat up in bed to look around at the dark forest in front of me, to see if there was a bear or anything. No, there was no bear at all. I see an abnormally large dog head peeking out from behind a tree. It was a couple of feet off the ground and about 30 meters away. The dog, or wolf, was facing away from me as it sniffed the air. Its sharp ear perked up and quickly faced me. The eyes had a yellow glow to them. I was confused because there was no light within the area. As we stared each other down, I started to get extremely bad vibes from this thing. I lowered my head out of sight to maybe give the sign that I was not interested. Moments passed and I hear leaves crunching again coming towards me. I huffed in frustration and looked outside again. It was now only 20 meters away. Their eyes were now 7 to 8 feet off the ground. I could see part of his upper torso and its arm was wrapped around the tree. It had a hand resembling that of a human, but it was gray, hairy, and had sharp fingernails. It gave out a snarl as it exposed its teeth. They were like your typical canine teeth, but much longer and sharper. I quickly hit the floor and started shaking as tears filled up my eyes. I looked towards a mirror that reflected a good bit of the tree line. I see a human-like foot step into the frame and legs with the joint bent backwards, a lower than upper torso, and then it was fully in view. It scanned our condo for a minute that lasted forever. It reached out to a tree to prop itself up. 
I was trying my best to not breathe loudly as I cried, but I accidentally gasped too loud. I looked at the mirror, a decision I regret to this day. It was looking right at the mirror and was looking at me with a huge grin on its face. It walked over to the porch and started pacing around. I felt each step as it tried to find a way in. Thank God, I locked the door. A generation passed, and it lost interest and walked back into the forest, not forgetting to glance a smile at me after doing so. Throughout the restless night, all I could hear were howls and cries of unlucky animals. Sunlight broke and I ran downstairs to get breakfast ready for everyone before we packed up and left. Two hours later, we all ate and packed up. My cousins got his keys and some luggage as he was making his way to the door. All the blood drained out of my face, and my heart sped up as I heard him say, Hey, who left the door unlocked? My story happened in the woods of western North Carolina. My mom, dad, brother, and I were going to visit my grandmother for the weekend. I was 14 years old at the time. We arrived at Nana's house, this is what I call my grandmother, before dark. It was a Friday evening. We went inside and greeted Nana. My brother wanted to go ride his dirt bike out on some of the trails and whatnot in the woods behind Nana's house. I decided to take a long walk along one of the trails. My mom told my brother and me not to go too far into the woods. It would be dark soon. We both said okay. My brother went his way, and I went mine. I was thinking and just exploring, walking around and minding my own business. I noticed it seemed to be already getting dark, and I decided to head back to the house. I also noticed the woods were now rather quiet. My dad always said when the woods are quiet, there's some type of predator around. I looked ahead of where I was getting ready to turn around to head to the house. I saw a figure. It was against a tree. I could see movement. It was, I'm guessing, around ten yards ahead of me. It turned to look at me. It saw me. It looked like a dog standing on its hind legs, standing around five foot five in height. It was all black. This creature didn't have hair, but had black skin which looked charred. The creature had long pointed ears that stood upon its head. It had a long mouth. I also saw bright glowing yellow eyes. I knew this was not just a dog, but in fact something evil. Something absolutely different. I was so scared that I almost felt frozen in that moment. I heard a voice saying inside of my head, Run! Run! I finally realized it was me saying this. I started running as fast as I could. I could hear something running behind me, but I never did dare to look back. I was much too scared. Judge me as you will. I saw Nana's house ahead, and I ran up to the back door. I started banging on it, screaming, let me in! Let me in! My mom, dad, and Nana all came to the door. I almost knocked them down trying to get in. I said, shut the door! My dad shut it, and I told them what I saw. By this time, my brother was back. He heard me screaming and rushed over to see what was happening. My dad and brother took some flashlights and walked on the trail to see if they saw anything. And apparently, they didn't see a single thing. When they got back, my dad says... I think all you saw was a black bear, son. I told him about the woods becoming silent during this time. He said, bears can cause silence in the woods. I told my dad it was not a bear. 
I don't think anyone believed me. I told a couple of friends when I got home, and they believed me. This happened years ago, but I have never forgotten it, and I don't think I ever will. In research, all I can find is that it could have possibly been the Dogman, or a werewolf. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on the show, and mental health. This month, we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think you should wait until things are at its worst before you finally go and seek help. And honestly, that's the worst thing you could do. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get to that point and can help you avoid those lows and down points in your life. Now I know, many people think you're crazy when you go get help. And there's nothing wrong with that. The first step in any happy and fulfilled life is to make sure that you are fulfilled and happy as a person and that you love yourself. And it doesn't matter what other people think. We've been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life, and that's wrong too. We take care of our bodies in the gym, the doctor, and nutrition, so why not focus on our minds just as much? I have had a hard time dealing with things like bipolar and depression my entire life. And things like BetterHelp have been incredibly helpful to help me talk with somebody and help me get over these mountains. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy, including myself. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Swamp Dweller listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com swamped. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash swamped. BetterHelp.com slash swamped. Last October, I decided to go hiking each weekend in a different spot related to Michigan folklore. One of those trips was swinging out to Cadillac with a friend of mine to check out an area where their Michigan dogman originated. Starting at the lake, we took a white pine trail about four miles out before heading back all in the bright light of day. The first chunk of the trail is very populated. As it takes you out of town, there was even a trail cap belonging to one of the houses off of it that came and snuggled us for a bit. But you eventually hit an intersection where the woods kind of start. On our way back, we crossed that intersection, having stopped to check for cars, as it isn't a super slow one. And as we finished crossing the street, we both froze. After only a few seconds of our silence, we both started whispering at each other under our breath. I pulled out my phone and started recording, but the sound didn't happen again, and we eventually carried on on our way. After a few minutes of hushed speculation, what we heard specifically were three subsequent howls of varying pitch. A middle note, a higher one, and then the lowest of all three all seeming to come from the same exact spot and all sounding like they came from the same creature as well. Each howl lasted about a second, like half notes to a song something was trying to sing. In fact, we walked away half-chokingly, saying it felt like we had just been serenaded by the dogman himself. We still could not figure out what could have made that sound. It came from a small batch of bushes on the northwest corner of the intersection, but there was nothing in there when we looked, and the batch was small, maybe five feet deep or so, 
with too much empty space on the other side for something to run out with us missing it. Has anyone else in the Cadillac area heard any similar noises? There were no bad vibes or anything while we were experiencing it. If anything, we left that area feeling like something had been trying to play with or delight us a bit. I'm thinking about visiting again later this year to see if I can hear it again or maybe get some visual evidence of this thing. Hey Swamp Dweller and community, I haven't shared this story with anyone yet because I don't think anyone would believe me if I did tell them. For the intent of privacy, you can just call me C. So this encounter happened back in 2018, out in the West Texas lot, Texas Panhandle area. I was 19 at the time and worked in the oil field, with long hours and hardly any time off so I didn't usually get too many opportunities to see my family as I was already living on my own. I finally got to take some time off and decided to go visit my sister, who at the time lived about two hours up north. I was going to go stay with them for an extended weekend. This highway didn't have but one small town between me and where my sister lived, so most of the highway is unlit and in the middle of nowhere, which will be important for later. Anyway... I drove up and had a great weekend with my sister. We hung out, played some golf, went out to some parties, etc. It was an almost perfect weekend of relaxing. Monday evening rolled around and we both were having such a good time that I lost track of time. I finally realized I needed to head back home because I had work the next day. However, I didn't realize this until it was already 1am. So I said goodbye and loaded up into my truck to head home. The first half of the drive was absolutely normal, and I began to get sleepy, so I pulled over on the side of the road in a small town to grab an energy drink and some gas. After that, I jumped back on the highway with about an hour left before home. As I was driving, there was no one else on the highway. This was odd because this highway is usually fairly busy at all times of the day, especially with the oil field traffic. As the only lights out on this highway were my own truck lights, it was pitch black anywhere but in front of the truck. I was driving around this long curve in the road when suddenly, in my headlights, what I thought was about two feet in front of my truck, was this glossy, almost greasy blackford creature jumping across the road, which made me instinctively lock up my brakes and come to a screeching halt in the middle of the highway. I got out to look at the front of my truck with a flashlight to make sure I didn't just injure a wild animal. And... That was when I found a decent patch of its fur stuck between the bottom of my driver's side headlight and my bumper. I pointed my flashlight back down at the road behind my truck, looking to the far side where the animal or creature was moving in that direction, and that's when I saw it. This thing looked like some type of dog at first glance, but then I realized how large this thing truly was. It was easily about 30 yards in front of me, and I could tell that even with its head tucked down low and growling, this thing was easily much taller than me, easily taller than my truck. It had a massive upper body and huge canine teeth that stuck down, as you would see on a TV werewolf or a more local legend to the area, the Chupacabra. It had glowing red eyes. The glow almost seemed unnatural, kind of like a fire, something you would expect a demon to have or something. It had this terrifyingly low-pitched growl. 
something like what you would expect a Great Dane to make, but ten times lower, if that makes sense. This thing was staring right into my eyes, like it was inspecting my soul or something. And I had a feeling like it was staring not just at me, but through me and into my soul. As soon as the feeling hit me, I back away slowly and climb into the open door of my truck while keeping an eye on this thing the entire time. As soon as my door closed, I slammed my truck into drive and floored it out of there. It gave a chase to my truck and kept up with me quite well considering that I was driving about 90 miles per hour. That didn't stop me though. I kept my gas pedal down and maxed out my truck at 136 miles per hour, and I was finally sure I lost the thing and left it in the dust, but I wasn't taking any chances and refused to slow down until I got back to town. That wouldn't have been for another 45 minutes. That quickly turned into 15 minutes of constant sweating and dread of what I had just seen. I was trying to logically explain to myself what had just happened, but seeing as I'm an avid hunter and have seen many different animals' eyes glow with a flashlight, I've never seen that before. It's been four years now and I still don't know exactly what I saw on the highway that night. If anybody in the swamp has any ideas of what I saw, I'd love to hear them. Since the encounter, I've kind of taken a big interest in cryptids. And now, that I know that it could have been the local legend the Chupacabra, it could have been a hellhound, maybe a skimwalker, hell, it even looked like a werewolf. Also, I did keep the patch of fur that had been found on the front of my truck and tested it to see what it belonged to. Their test came back inconclusive to anything in their systems. I live alone and have done so for about a year now after breaking up with my ex, and it's been mostly great to have my own space in my own house where I'm free to do whatever the heck I want, whenever I want. That said, I spend most of my time in the evenings upstairs playing video games and listening to Swamp Dweller YouTube videos. I don't really have a social life, but that's okay with me. I've never felt uneasy in my own house until about a month ago when I went to the kitchen at night to get a drink. Now my kitchen is overlooked by my overgrown garden, which is in turn overlooked by some woods. It's a rural neighborhood and it's very quiet at night which makes it a friendlier environment for some wildlife to come out. I'll often see foxes and deer, and I've been woken up at night by the scream of a fox at 4am once, and they like to hang around outside of the front of my house because there's easy access from there to my back garden and then into the woods. My kitchen has this big window which looks right into the garden, similar to a bay window. But at the night when the lights are on, I can barely see more than a few feet ahead of the window as it acts more like a mirror. Well, on this night, the few feet ahead of me I could see was all this thing needed to make itself visible to me. I had not noticed it until I looked up and out of the window after making my drink. It was a bipedal creature, skinny, but very tall with hind legs and no hair. It sounds ridiculous to say this, but it looked like the werewolf Lupin transformed into in the Prisoner of Azkaban movie, only taller and more humanoid. Its mouth was tiny but protruded, similarly to a canine's. It had no ears, and from what I could see, it just stayed there staring at me with these completely white, tiny emotionless eyes. Its head was tilted to the side, and its bottom jaw was slightly agape. I didn't even know how long it had been there. I was in the kitchen for about a minute or two before I even bothered to look out of the window. I just froze. 
You think you can rationalize what you would do in situations like this. But I was honestly frozen in terror. I was yelling and telling myself to move inside of my body, but I felt ice cold, like I couldn't do anything. Eventually, after probably 10 seconds, but felt like much longer, I managed to move and ran out of the room, not daring to take my eyes off the creature, and as I did so, its head rotated to follow me as I left the comfort of the upstairs, which was the creepiest thing about it. Since then, which was about a month ago, I've not gone into my kitchen at night, save for a few necessary occasions. I'm preparing everything I need before it gets dark, and then I stay upstairs for the rest of the night. If I absolutely need to go into the kitchen, I'll rush in so that I can get out ASAP. That feeling you get when you turn off all the lights before going back upstairs and feel like you're going to be chased upstairs by some unknown entity, that's the feeling I get when I need to go into my kitchen at night. I'd like to share an encounter I had in 2005 or 2006. I can't remember the exact year. I was either 10 or 11 years old at the time, and it happened on my grandparents' property, out in the country near Denmark, which is southeast of Green Bay. The land out there is a lot of farmland, with patches of woods here and there. My grandparents own a few acres of land, and on the far right corner of their yard, there's a thick patch of woods and swamp that goes for quite a bit hitting another farm field eventually. I was standing on the back deck, shooting cans with my BB gun. It was a hot and muggy morning in July, and all morning outside I had just this eerie feeling that I could not shake. It was like I was being watched, but every time I would look around the yard, I never did see anything. I just kept going back to shooting cans when I felt that same feeling again. I once again started to scan the tree line of the woods, and this time... That's when I saw it. It was standing next to a tree, and it was massive. When I got older, I get back to that tree and tried to get an estimate on the height. I have to say that it was around seven to seven and a half feet tall. The only way I can compare the body is that to Arnold Schwarzenegger's. It's unreal how big its shoulders were. The arms and chest were absolutely massive. It was covered in gray fur that was shaggy and thick on the shoulders, and only covered part of its body on the way down, almost similar to a lion. I know when people describe these dogmen or werewolf creatures, you hear a lot of, it looked like a timber wolf standing on two legs, or it had the head of a German shepherd. This was not what I saw at all. The head and face looked exactly like you would imagine what a werewolf would look like from the movies. It had pointed ears on the top of its head. Its eyes were yellow and almost seemed to glow even in the daylight. It was snarling with its lips open, and almost seemed to be smiling at me. The look and smile on this thing's face was pure evil. Sinister is the only way I can truly describe it. I don't recall if it had a tail or not, and I feel like the legs looked a lot like a human's, and not bent like a dog's. However, I was mostly looking at the head and body, and could be getting that detail confused. After what had to be only about 10 seconds, but honestly felt like hours... Without warning, it broke eye contact with me and took off sprinting to its right. It ran through some thick brush with ease and emerged farther down the tree line and took off into the woods to where I could no longer see it. The thing is, no human being could clear what it cleared in the time that it did, especially with how thick the brush was. In just a matter of seconds, it ran 50 to 60 yards, all in thick brush like I said. 
Being terrified, I went back to the house and did not go outside for the rest of the day. Funnily enough, and I guess ironically, my aunt came up to me later and said, I heard some strange things outside last night. I've been meaning to tell you, but I didn't want to freak you out. I didn't tell her what I saw, because I thought she'd think I'm crazy or making it up, but I insisted she tell me. She said she heard loud, growling, and snarling in what sounded like walking around the house the previous night, unlike anything she'd ever heard before. I still visit my grandparents quite often and haven't seen anything since. I haven't heard of any other reports from the area, but I do know, at some time in the history of the town, there was a Bigfoot crossing sign that was put up back in the 60s or 70s. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true werewolf encounter horror stories. As always, if you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, whether it's an encounter with a werewolf or a different type of cryptid, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. If you're on the go and don't have YouTube Premium, but still want to download and listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller scary stories absolutely free, you can download them from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and just about anywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. I'd love to know in the comments down below what story was your favorite tonight. Honestly, I'm going to have to say the one that describes the creature as looking similar to Dr. Lupin from the Harry Potter movies. I myself, when I was about 10 or 11 years old, also saw something that looked exactly like that. And maybe, if you guys leave enough comments down below and give this video enough likes, I'll share it in the next episode. Thank you guys, as always, for supporting the swamp the way you do. I honestly couldn't do this on a daily basis without all of your guys' support. If you would like to support the swamp outside of giving the video a like, subscribing, and maybe giving us a 5-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcast, maybe check out the merch store. I have t-shirts, hoodies, face masks, and more. I'd love to see you guys wearing some cool swamp threads. Thank you guys as always. Don't forget to join me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and I'll see you all soon with another creepy episode.